and do what Jesus did. So right now we're on this journey to be like Jesus, to, to learn what he did so that we can do what he did, right? We can't step into those moments, um, into the opportunities like we might have tonight to do what Jesus did, to be his hands and feet, to be like Jesus if we don't um, first practice what it means to be like him. And that's where it takes us to um, the practices of Jesus. And the practices of Jesus are pretty straightforward and simple. Um, for some of the adults in the room, I'm sure you get it. And for some of you older um, you know, seniors, juniors, even maybe some of our middle schoolers who have read the Bible a bunch, you might kind of recognize some of these. But the spiritual practices of Jesus were as follows. There may be more, but these are the ones that stand out to me. Um, they're prayer, which we're going to spend a good amount of time talking about tonight. They're fasting, spiritual or divine reading, which is reading your Bible with the intent of encountering God and learning more about him. Uh, silence and solitude just something we might talk about in the future, but we're not going to touch too much on tonight. That's a big one, okay? Sabbath, which is a day of rest, right? And then community. Community we are going to talk about in just two weeks, okay? So these, uh, out of these practices, out of these six of them, we're going to cover just uh, two of them tonight. We're going to cover prayer and then spiritual reading, which, like I said, is just reading with the intent to encounter God. To start with prayer, I want to give you guys a few thoughts. Um, and before I get too far ahead of myself, here I go again. I jump right in. You guys are actually doing really good, so I don't even know if I want to say anything. But um, just remember our rules from last week, okay? Which was don't leave until you have to in between small groups. Don't go on your phone. And there was one more, but... Huh? Oh, way to go, Katrina. Respect for your leaders. Good job. Um, very good. I'm really glad you remembered. Someone did. Now you all do. All right. We're going to jump in now to, to prayer a little bit. There's, there's, here's a few things that I want you to um, take note of. Uh, I would really love if you had a notebook, and we're going to give you the opportunity to have a notebook next week. We're going to give you all notebooks so that you can follow along this way. If you have a notebook, a piece of paper, please don't use your phone. I know it's tempting to take the notes, but um, it's also very distracting. So maybe we'll just have to go back and listen to this one sometime in the future. Um, but here's a few things that I want you to catch right away. When we're talking about prayer, think of it this way. We become what we pray about. Our thoughts and our words shape us. So last week we said that um, what we do or do not do defines who we become, right? I'm going to go a little bit further in the same thought. And when we're praying, what we pray or do not pray shapes who we become. It shapes who we are spiritually. It shapes who, how our mind works. And it shapes how we perceive um, the, the world around us. So with that thought in mind, we're going to look at Luke 6.45. Um, I want to start this cool thing in here. And what's, what's going to happen is I'm going to say, if you have your Bibles, and then you're going to say what, Jessica? As you should. As you should. So I'm going to say, if you have your Bibles. Oh, <laughs> guys, you don't, I don't like when you do that. If you have your Bibles. As you should. Turn with me to Luke 6.45. Right? That's the one on the screen, yeah? Luke 6.45. And we're just jumping in a little bit past uh, the beginning of the verse to the, like, the very last sentence. It says, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Um, if you go back further in this chapter, it talks about a tree and its fruit. So we'll go up to 43 and we'll read through it to 45. No good tree bears bad fruit, not does a bad tree bear good fruit. 
Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pluck figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. You might not know what a briar or a thorn bush is, but think about it this way. You can't pick an orange from an apple tree just like you can't pick a raspberry from a strawberry bush, okay? A good man brings good things out of, a good, out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart, for out of the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So if we speak, if we pray, if we prophesy, if we pursue the things of God with our words, we'll also be putting it in our hearts at the same time. So just like out of the heart bubbles out the things of the mouth, the things that you speak in your mouth will become the things that you believe in your heart as well. Moving on a little bit further I want to come to this idea that Jesus um, gave us this example. So when we're talking about these practices and spiritual disciplines, you're sure like, okay, prayer is good. Um, we become what we pray like. But uh, Jesus is this example that we're supposed to watch. He's the example of how we should live, right? So in, as we're practicing the way of Jesus, as we're pursuing the way of Jesus, um, let's look at another passage here in John we got, I have a lot of uh, Bible passages here today, and it might be the death of me because I should have used sticky notes. That's a good tip for you all. If you want to find Bible verses quickly, use sticky notes. Um, John 14, verse 6. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if you're asking yourself, what is the point of these spiritual disciplines? What's the point of praying? What's the point of reading my Bible? What's the point of... Um, these other ones that we named, like fasting and community, silence and solitude and Sabbath. What's the point in, in pursuing those things? Well, it's, it's really quite simple, right? The, the point of pursuing those things is as simple as knowing that Jesus set these practices in place for us as, as a guiding way to walk with him, as a guiding way to find eternal life, as a guiding way to know that he was the truth and the way. Let me get back on track here just a second. So let's go to, oh, we're just all over the place. Yeah, we're all over the place, sorry. Um, the slides threw me off just a little bit. Graham, let's go back to that one that says, Jesus is the example of how we should live, okay? So this is, we're going to be jumping into Romans 12 now, okay? We're all over the place. Who has their Bible in the room actually, though? Elliot, you always bring it. I'm really proud of you. Anybody else? Just Elliot? Oh, we got some leaders back there. Jasper brings it. Should you get candy for bringing it? <laughs> maybe you should. You're, you're, maybe you should. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll talk about it, Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go back to this way. Jesus is an example of how we should live. Okay, so we're in Romans 12, 2, um, it says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind, because then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So we've kind of jumped around a little bit already, and I'm sorry for that. But as we're talking about prayer and becoming what we pray, Here's, here's our goal, guys. Here's, here's the journey that we're going on, right? I'm just going to come down to your level here for a second and get my thoughts straight. Sometimes I stand up there in front of you all and I get really intimidated really fast. Um, but I'm no better than you and no different. I just spent a little bit of time reading the Bible so that I could talk to you about it. Okay. Um, 
this journey that we're going on as a group, which is really fun because we all kind of started at ground zero, right? Maybe you know Jesus, maybe you don't know Jesus, but last week we took a next step. Some of you, your next step might have been reading the Bible. Some of you, your next step might have been praying more consistently. Um, for me, my next step was, uh, was going beyond what I thought was enough. Um, where I thought I was just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm doing good. Like I'm, I'm getting to know Jesus. I grow a little bit every day. Um, I took both a step back and a step forward. So a step back into knowing and trusting that no matter what I do, Jesus is satisfied with who I am because he created me. But then also taking a step forward and saying like, how can I just push a little bit harder? How can I get to know him a little bit better this week? Okay, and now this next step that I'm asking us all to go on is this prayer journey. And for some of us, prayer is a little bit uncomfortable. For some of us, uh, doing what Elliot just did in praying in front of this whole group, or not Elliot, Millie just did in praying in front of this whole group with a microphone, that might be a little scary. And that's totally okay if you're scared of it. What's not okay is if you're so scared that you decide you're not worthy of doing it, right? Each and every one of you has a specific prayer in their heart that Jesus has called them to pray. And the way that we pray, the way that we think about prayer, because so often it's, it's thoughts in our head more than it is words that we speak, especially if you're not um, praying in front of other people ever or very often, they, they really do shape who you become and how you see the world around you. Um, and I've gone through some different passages because we're talking about the point of, of tonight is to talk about prayer and then to talk about scripture reading. And, and the reason why we do it is because we can then be transformed into who Jesus wants us to be. Um, but the reality is, is that uh, all too often you're not given an opportunity to pray. And the more I talk, the more I feel like the Holy Spirit is just talking out of me. Josh, can you help me out by, I pulled up that Spotify thing on there. Can you just press play on that for us? So we're going to set a, an atmosphere here in this room. We have 20 minutes, if we give the leaders 35. We have 20 minutes. Um, I'm just going to go through a couple points here really quick, and then I'm actually going to, we're going to take 10 minutes, and we're just going to pray for a minute, Okay. <clears throat> So Jesus had this rhythm of prayer throughout his life. Before he ever went into opportunities of ministry, he stopped and he just prayed. He would go out into the desert and he would just calm himself before the Lord and he would be on his knees and he would pray. Uh, if you look into Luke 6, um, verse 12, Jesus went into the garden and he started praying and it wasn't until after he came out of the garden that he actually became the leader and called his 12 disciples to himself and said you are going to be my 12 apostles and go out into the world and write the books of the bible and do all the things that they did but he started his day with prayer every day now obviously we can't start our day with prayer right now because we're a little bit too far back but i'm going to throw uh some more scripture verses at you and say luke 18 1 says pray so that you don't lose heart James 5.13 says, pray the prayer of faith. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, if my people will humble themselves and pray, I will heal the, their land. So we come just basically to this idea right now, guys, and you're still wondering where I'm going, that nothing is impossible with prayer. 
but I'm just the guy with the mic saying it, right? Do you truly believe that nothing is impossible with prayer? If I'm being honest with you, I don't always believe that nothing is impossible with prayer. I don't always believe that my prayers actually shift things in a room or in an atmosphere or in my own heart. But I'm trying to change my mindset so that I'm always thinking my prayers really do matter. My thoughts really do matter. My mindset really does matter. So let's take... 7.35. Yeah, let's take 10 minutes to 7.33. I'm looking at a big clock on the back screen. To 7.33 and let's just pray. And I'm going to leave this mic on and I'm going to challenge you all to take a moment and just say a prayer into the microphone. Maybe not all of you because that would be way more than 10 minutes. But some of you, I think that God's stirring a specific thing on your heart, okay? And we didn't really talk a lot about prayer. I didn't really teach a lot about prayer. But last, last uh, fall, last spring, we talked a lot about prayer. We did a, a whole series on prayer that ended um, with worship as prayer, right? So you understand prayer. You know what prayer is. And if you're in sixth grade and you haven't been here before and you don't understand what prayer is, then you have an opportunity to just watch and like be invited into this moment. So Josh is going to click play on that Spotify playlist back there, which is basically just music without words. And there's going to be an opportunity to pray. And, and I know because I'm looking around at some different people who are already leaning in, I know the Holy Spirit's doing something in your heart. So I'm going to stop talking and I'm just going to give you an opportunity to pray. Father God, I just ask that you'd be in this place, that you'd fill this space, and that you would do only what you want to do. Jesus, I just thank you that we can come to you, that you hear us, um, no matter where we are or what we're doing, Lord God. And I just uh, feel the need to pray off any fear that anyone is experiencing right now in this very moment. Prayer might be a brand new thing to some of these students in this room, God. So we just pray right now. God, I just pray peace over each kid in this room. Thank you that we get to be here. Thank you that you love us, that you see us, Lord Jesus. We just invite you into this space, Lord God. And God, I just want you to break down any wall that is keeping a kid from coming up here right now, Lord God. Give each child in this room the strength that they need and the confidence that they need to step forward, to grab this mic, and just to cry out to you, to thank you for something simple, to ask you for something that they need or they want. Lord God, we just praise you that you care about every single word that comes out, and it doesn't matter how it sounds. Lord Jesus, we praise you just love you, Lord God.
here right now is just power. And I don't exactly know what that means, but I know it's from God, so obviously it needs something, but I know that God has a lot of power. Probably means something. But um, <clears throat> I know that power moves through God and that there is so much power in this place through all of us and everyone in this place that it just so much power through everybody and so much power through God and that it would just work through everybody in this place and that somebody would know what it means other than Jesus has power. struggles that I'm having during the songs to help me realize that I am loved sometimes I don't feel loved and I know I am I just pray that and I thank you for everything you have done anyone in this room that's struggling with fear or anxiety and not feeling loved at all let them know that they are loved they are worth every single piece of them Lord I just pray that you'll help everyone in this room know who they are and truly real really will be. I'm still a kid, right? I count. <laughs> Father God, I just come to you and lift up all the youth in this room and I thank you for each and every one of them. And I pray that you would just help them to know in the depths of their soul you created them on purpose, for a purpose, unique. They're not supposed to be like anyone else. They're supposed to be who you made them to be, just as they are. I pray that you would help them to be excited about and lean into and learn more about who you made them to be and know that they are chosen and they are known by you and they are seen by you and they are enough for you. I pray that you would bless them all this evening and every day that comes with your power and your strength and your peace and your hope. In Jesus' name. Most of people probably struggle with self-worth, but giving up is one of the main issues with now and most people struggle with it and the fear of not being worth anything is usually when you're closest to being the most of worth that you have so whenever you feel like giving up just think you are closest to becoming better
just felt the need to come up here and I just want to pray that everybody um, knows that Jesus loves them. Um, I know there's a lot of evil in this world and lately I've had a really hard time struggling with the fact that the person who I have become in the past year or two um, is leaning more towards the side that I really shouldn't be leaning on. Um, kind of my character and growth and kind of my outlook on the world. And it's really hard for me sometimes to think that, well, God reminds me all the time that whatever evil is in this world and whatever bad things that are like within me, God has infinitely times more good in him and whatever I see in the world or whatever I see in myself, um, my self-worth or the worth of the world is completely overshadowed by him. And I just hope that everyone knows that if you really feel like how I feel and you beat yourself up a lot for things that you've done in the past and the person you are today that through God like you can become such a better person and I know that through my testimony and even though I keep forgetting that God always shows up in a bigger way and makes my growth even more exponential and I just want to been praying to become a better prayer as well as um, better at praying in front of people and doing it more and, and so I thank God for this opportunity as well as praying for other people that maybe are struggling with the same thing or uh, might feel like they need the courage for that too. to do something um, and and you're kind of doubting yourself and you don't know if you're going to do it I think it's a good idea to do it and if you're unsure just ask God and he'll answer I was nervous to come up here, but um, 
I felt this feeling like many others that I needed to come up. And I just want to say if you're out there like me, just nervous to come up here, it's, it's not that, it's not what you think it's going to be. It doesn't feel hard. It's easy. And if you feel like you have to do it, then God's calling you to do it. Right now, I'm looking around the room, and uh, I see like everyone who's praying and like connecting so much with God, and it just makes me feel so grateful that like everybody is here to connect more with Him and get a better connection with Him, and it just makes me feel so happy that everybody like wants to be here and chooses to be here and is so happy to be here. Jesus, I thank you for <clears throat> stepping into our spaces and filling our hearts with who you are. Amen. Josh, you can totally leave that playing in just as nice. The wall is right to sleep. But okay, so prayer can happen in this place. It can happen through you. It can happen through someone else. Um, and maybe even there's opportunities for prophecy. Uh, maybe we need to talk about that, I guess. Um, if you guys are feeling called by God to do something or say something specific, um, that he's put something on your mind and in your heart that is like prophesying. Um, it's like following the inclination of God. Um, but we're going to talk about prayer a little bit more in the future. I don't, I don't want to dive too far into this again. Um, but just remember, as, as we challenge you this week um, in your scripture reading, uh, that that God wants to be in those spaces and in those places. He wants to be in those moments with you. So let's uh, let's jump back into here, and we're going to try to cover as much ground as we can. Let's talk about spiritual reading. Um, you can change your entire life by doing. I was going to say one thing, uh, but let's say two. Let's say spiritual reading, reading your Bible, and prayer. Okay, you can change everything about you. Like Jace was saying, you can change the evil and get it out of your life. You can change your personality, um, the bad parts of it, and change it more for the good. Um, you can change everything through this one thing. Um, in Ephesians 3, 2 through 5, um, there is revelation given through Scripture, through reading of the Bible. Um, Graham, I got that one up on the slide, don't I? Can you pull that one up next? Sorry, bud. It's the next slide. There you go. Ephesians 3, 2 and 5. Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation as I have already written it briefly. This is Paul talking to the church in Ephesians about how he's writing these letters, how he's writing um, his... Rec rec his record, I was going to say record, his record of um, the things that have happened that he's seen, that he's perceived um, Jesus in, in the church. 
He says, in reading this, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations as it has been now, as it has now been revealed by the spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. Um, so what Paul says is that the Bible is essentially inspired by God. It is useful for so many different things, but especially for your own development in knowing who Jesus is. Um, in Hebrews 4.12, we see uh, the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even into the dividing of a soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So if you want to pray well, because we need to pray well in order to live well, if you want to pray well, if you want prayer to shape who you are, then you need to Read the Bible because it's going to judge your thoughts and your attitudes of your heart so that your heart overflows the things of your mouth, the things you're praying about. You see, they work in tandem, right? Scripture changes how we pray. We can't have, uh, we can't have great a prayer if we don't have a good understanding of the Scripture. And I'm not saying that you need to understand everything you read. I'm saying that you need to read it so that you know it. You just need to know the Bible and then you will be able to understand it as it goes. So Jessica is going to come up here. We didn't talk a ton about scripture, but it's really important. And Jessica is going to go the extra mile and tell us what we're going to be doing for the next 28 days. That's a long time. Yeah, so like Cole said, he um, talked about how uh, reading your Bible is different than um, the scripture reading. So in the next 28 days, if you want to put up that next slide, we are going to hand out this um, Bible reading plan. So the front page is 28 days of verses that you're going to all dive into, and then we're going to teach you about how to actually dive into them. Because you may be sitting here thinking, one, I have never read the Bible before and I have no idea where to start, or two... I know how to read the Bible, but I'm not in a good habit of doing that. So for the next 28 days, we're all going to do this. We're going to do it through uh, something called SOAP. Uh, SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. And this will actually help us digest what we're, what we're reading. So again, different than just reading your Bible, marking it off your to-do list, we're going to digest what we're reading, and we're going to actually lean into what um, Jesus is trying to speak to us. So go if, if you go to the next slide, we're going to dig into scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Scripture, uh, day one, we're going to read, we're going to actually go into Romans, so that'll be 28 days of reading Romans. The first day, we're going to read Romans 1, 1 through 17. Out of these 17 verses, you're going to read them. But then you're going to take one um, verse out of those 17 verses that have stuck out to you, and you're going to write them down in your journal. The next, uh, for observation, you're going to uh, read that verse that you just wrote down, and you're going to paraphrase it into what you feel like uh, the Lord is speaking to you about. Then for application, you're going to personalize it into what uh, you believe the Lord is speaking to it, uh, about your life specifically. So, scripture, find a verse, write it down. Uh, observation, apply it to, uh, or paraphrase it into what you feel like the Lord is saying. Then uh, application, uh, apply it to your life. 
And then lastly, prayer. Like Cole just said, we, uh, he just spoke on prayer. Write down your prayer specifically um, about this verse. Ask the Lord to uh, find ways to apply it to your own life. Um, Cole didn't touch about this too much, but prayer is a two-way conversation. So don't just sit down for five minutes saying everything that you want from the Lord. You need to sit there and you need to lean into him and uh, just listen to what he's wanting to speak to you about. So again, we're going to do this for 28 days. And why 28 days? It's actually a crazy coincidence because we're going to start tomorrow. And it's actually going to lead us all the way up to the Wednesday right before we're going to go to uh, Minnesota Youth Convention. And I always, uh, I feel like as when I was in high school, I always waited for those spiritual high moments, the Lord to do something in my life. But I believe if you guys actually participate in this, you're going to have 28 days um, to lay a foundation for what the Lord wants to do uh, in you and through you at Minnesota Youth Convention. We want to lay a foundation for what he's wanting to do. Okay, so don't wait for that spiritual high moment of going to Minnesota Youth Convention, letting the Lord do something. He can build on what you prepare for him. Okay, so if you participate in this next 28 days, the Lord will move through you. The Lord will do things through you. And he will do that at Minnesota Youth Convention, but he wants you to lay that foundation for him to work on you. So when you go to your small group, We'll be handing out these Bible reading plans um, on our Instagram. We're going to be reminding you about it. Um, and then next week, uh, we have 36 journals that we got in time. So we'll be handing it out to middle school. But then next week, um, if you guys come back, we'll be handing out journals for everybody so you guys can truly participate uh, in your SOAP uh, Bible reading plans. Moving forward, every Wednesday you'll be having uh, discussions in your small groups to talk about this further. So make sure to par participate. It bring your journals with, um, and you guys will be talking about this in small groups.